Welcome to Rainmakers. Now to our host, Carl Grant. Welcome to Rainmakers. I'm here with Larry Covert, uh, an entrepreneur and an investor here in Austin, Texas. Larry, normally it's easy for me to introduce my guests because they have one title for one company <laughs> that they're involved with, but you got your hands in like five different things. So I'm going to let you introduce what it is that you do, and then we're going to talk about how you do what you do. Well, thank you, Carl. It's, first of all, it's a pleasure to, to be with you here on this podcast. I really appreciate what you do and uh, you're certainly a well-respected and regarded uh, gentleman here in Austin, Texas. Welcome to Texas. Thank and, you. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. So, so I'll tell you, I do not have a classical background or traditional background um, by any means. And I've just been very fortunate to have uh, some wonderful people come into my life at certain times and, uh, and lift me up uh, with affinity. So I, I do appreciate uh, those kind of blessings that have happened in my life. Uh, real quick, just so you can appreciate uh, what I just said, I grew up in Mississippi. Uh, my father was a policeman. And my mother was a beautician. And no one really went to college. And that wasn't on the radar. I figured I'd graduate high school and work for the city, running cable or something. And uh, one weekend, right after high school, I, I just drove up at the request of one of my buddies who was going to Alabama. He said, come visit me for the weekend. And within 45 minutes, not only did my car break down, but I met the love of my life, who was a student there, uh, Suzanne. And that moment changed my life. She brought me to Christ, one. And two, she set me on a path uh, that I never would have gone down before. And that was going to college and you know, creating a career outside of little Meridian, Mississippi off I-20. And uh, I found this fervor and this determination that I'd never had in my life before. So I got into Alabama. That's another story for another day. And I uh, graduated, worked for the, um, the bank called South Trust at the time. It went through a series of mergers. I think now it's Wells Fargo. But at the time, it was South Trust. I was working for the CEO doing special projects. And I was watching, I was kind of watching the internet come alive. This was 97, 98, 99. And I felt like I was missing out. I was doing corporate M&A for the bank right out of college. I don't know how I got that, that role, but I did. <laughs> and uh, I still felt like I was missing out. So I went to get my graduate school um, pursuit at Rollins College. And within the first week there, I met two other people that changed my life. One was the Seneth family, a large real estate family out of Orlando. And I met two Harvard Baker scholars who were launching a venture capital firm in Orlando called Mill Commons, Eric Chen and Matt Biggie. So I started working for the family doing real estate and then working for the, the Harvard VCs, learning deep tech, primarily defense tech out of Los Alamos and, and other labs, for the defense department. Very, very different industries at the time. Uh, but also both very interesting to me. So I was, I was working full-time on uh, my schooling to get the degree, but I was also working with the family and working with the venture firm. The fortunate thing is both of those, those opportunities have been with me ever since. I still do deals with the Senate family. I still do work with the venture, the venture guys. So, you know, it's just interesting. These people come to my life and, and I just can't, you know, can't talk about how much I'm, I've been blessed to meet people like my wife and like 
the synapse and, and Eric and Matt. But uh, along the way, we've done development deals. We've created REITs, weaving the, the Synap family and their company called CNL and I. We, we bought the Grand Wailea, Whistler, um, the Green Monster, Tory Pines, just incredible properties in a REIT format. And then with the venture guides, I've done a company similar to Blackwater with them as an advisor. Uh, we've invested in some wonderful companies. Uh, like through the pandemic, we invested in a company called Molecule, which is kind of like a air freshener, except it kills viruses instead of bad smells. Uh, but it's done extremely well. And then recently, the Cinef family and I did a development near the airport, uh, near a little park called McKinney Falls. And that was just right before the pandemic. And now we see this big influx of population and companies coming to Austin. And uh, it just seems like everything's kind of working out. Um, well, Larry, yeah, you're, you're, there's you're, a lot you're, in between there. Yeah, well, you're you're a special guy, right? Because like, I had lunch with you recently, and I wanted to know all this stuff, but I didn't get one bit of that out of you, <laughs> because all you wanted to know was about me, and and it was a little frustrating. But of course, you know, I'm happy to share about me, but I wanted to know about you, and and so w when we met, I came away with just the um thought that you know this is a this is a special guy like like here he's done all these things and accomplished all this stuff but he was like uh have you ever read uh dale carnegie um how to win win friends and influence people it, it's been a long time but yeah 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 but 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 you you're very dale carnegie-esque if you will and 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 so i came away from that conversation thinking it was a great conversation but i realized i did all the talking and <laughs> and i and i genuinely wanted to know about you but i but you know when i meet with somebody like you i know you're a genuine person because you you wouldn't you wouldn't tell me about you you just kept asking me about me and and i think you're far more interesting than myself so anyways that and one other thing i want to say about you larry for some reason when i met you and you asked me about myself, you said, tell me your story. And I, I don't know what prompted me to do it, but there was something about you where I didn't tell the normal story. I told you the faith related story of, of my journey. And, and that's a whole different story, right? When you inject God into the equation and you tell, tell the real story, it's different. And I don't know what it is about you that prompted me to, to do that, but there was something that did. And so I just want to explore this a little bit. What, you know, I, I imagine the success that you've had throughout your career, and I know you've been very successful, so I've heard, um, because you didn't tell me, <laughs> others have. How, how have. how have those human relationship skills that you may not even realize that you have played into this equation? Man, well, Carl, it was a great lunch, by the way. Thank you. Uh, it was awesome. And I loved hearing your story. I thought it was a pretty incredible story. There were, there were several moments in there where, where I was just kind of white knuckling through it. I mean, you've, you've done some great things and, and pushed through and built that scar tissue that creates wisdom. So uh, I, I really enjoyed your story. Uh, so thank you for that time. Um, you know, I would say growing up with, without any money created this resourcefulness that has really served me well through my life. Uh, I'm, I'm certainly kind of, you know, I have my antennas up, so to speak, or you know, scoping horizon, circling wagons for opportunity. And I think when you 
the end of the day, it, you know, serendipity is all around you if you just look for it. And I think that's what I've, I've been really good at. Um, but, you know, God gave me an interest in other people. And, and my undergrad was psychology, which I absolutely loved. I just knew that I couldn't support a family on that, um, at least in the way that I wanted to. And uh, that's why I went to grad school. But, the, you know, trying to listen as much as possible, you know, put my faith in, in my greater power, which is, you know, my God, Jesus Christ, you know, can really empower you. And, and not putting that, that larger task on yourself, but just listening uh, intently can get you, you know, into a lot of interesting opportunities and relationships. And that's what I've always tried to do. I just, man, everybody is very interesting at the end of the day. Um, you know, their stories. So I've always been kind of a student of that. Yeah. It sounds like a lot of, a lot of this relates back to your faith and, and somehow I sensed when you asked me that question that I should answer in that way. And, and that's a risky thing to do. You know, I mean, you think about it. I, I just met you. I was just introduced to you and, and you said, tell me your story. And I had to think about it. Like, what story do I tell? <laughs> do I tell like the story in the flesh or do I tell the story in the spirit? And, and most of these podcasts don't go here, Larry. I mean, you know, this is, this is an unusual podcast that we're talking about this, but something prompted me. Maybe it was God. I don't know, but, but I, but I launched into it and I realized I was taking a risk because if you launch into that story and you don't have a very receptive listener on the other side to that story. You know, you've just, um, you've just stepped in it. Right. And, and it could shut down pretty quick. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, 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 but you opened up and then, you know, and this doesn't happen every business lunch I have, but we prayed before we ate and, and awesome. I, and I always, I always remember those, right? Like, because that's not an everyday occurrence. That's a, you know, one in 20, <laughs> right. I mean, it's, it, it, maybe it's coming from Mississippi and Alabama. Maybe that's more usual for you, but I, I come from back in the East coast and, and it's not a normal thing out there. Trust me. Um, so, so when it, when I it love that, I felt like I'd known you a long time. It was like, Carl, buddy, I just met you with, you know, I feel like we're old college friends. It was, it was, yeah. You know, yeah no, a great way about you. Yeah. So we're brothers in the Lord and, 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 and it's, and we have a connection that, that, um, you know, maybe some of our listeners will understand. Maybe some won't. Maybe some will want to want to have that connection and and want to understand it greater. And 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 the role that he's played in. And you said that he gives you an interest in other people. And and just just talk talk about how that worked because you went to Alabama and and Alabama's a good school. My my sister went there, but then you went to Rollins College, right? You got your MBA there, right? Um, but then I saw that you went back to Harvard Business School, that, and that that caught my attention because because I went to Harvard Business School as well. For some reason, you and I both felt like we had to go to Harvard, right? Like all these smart people we're dealing with went to Harvard, and then you get there and you're like, okay, <laughs> this is this is okay, right? The people are okay, um, but <laughs> it, right, it's just so mysterious, you know? It, it's right. kind of like, gosh, I'm working and and doing business with these people who have. Harvard next to their name and it was uh and they're great people I mean they're no oh, yeah, they're, they're just people yeah, yeah um right. but it, it, there's still that awe and that mystery and I wanted so bad to just experience just a little taste of that uh and it was super cool my, my professors there were at the time uh Felda Hardiman from Bessemer uh, Paul Gompers Josh Lerner uh both who I well 
primarily Josh Lerner, you know, kept in touch with over the years and just really fascinating, smart people that uh, I, I always ping uh, to get some intel from, but uh, they're, they're just great people. And again, yeah, it's just, uh, I, I really wanted to experience that. I'm so glad I had the opportunity to. Um, I, I actually did, there's a neat story there. Uh, there was a deal that I was working with the Cine family and I did a deal with them. I said, hey, if we get this done, you're going to send me there. And uh, they were like, yeah, right. And I said, well, what if I get it done in this amount of time? You know, uh, uh, an abbreviated calendar. And I got it done and they sent me. They were good on their word, of course, because they are. But uh, it made it fun. Well, you know, the, the Harvard, the whole Harvard thing played into what I'm, or this podcast that I'm doing right now. <laughs> so I, I, I also got my company to, to, to sponsor me to go, which was pretty cool. And, and as I'm, and as I'm sitting in this room and I, and I see that there's 88 people in the class, it's an executive ed class. Right. And, and I, I'm like, gosh, you know, they made almost a million dollars off this class. Right. Like, you know, that's. <laughs> And, and then you look and there's like lots of classes and there's lots of buildings. I'm like, this is big, this is big business. And, and so, um, the idea for doing this podcast was data collection and you'll appreciate this as an entrepreneur data collection around business development. And because I, I previously went back to Ohio university where I went as an undergraduate and I spoke to the kids there. I, I Larry, <laughs> I was asked to come talk to the kids. Like I thought I was going to do some Q and a, they turned wow. over a classroom to me for an hour and a half where I had to wow. just talk. Yeah, like I had nothing prepared. And so I just talked about what I do. And I got all these messages about, you know, oh, you're the best speaker we've ever had. And <laughs> I want your job. And how do I get that? You know, and so I, I realized there was an interest in what I did. And nobody was talking about business development in a pro professional services environment. And then when I went to Harvard and I realized that you can actually make money developing curriculum and teaching, I, I figured, you know what? I'm going to do a podcast and I'm going to ask everybody what they do to, to learn business development. And I'm going to aggregate all this material and I'm going to turn it into curriculum one day. So you tell me as an investor, it. if that's a good idea or not, I, I don't know, but uh, that's what we're doing right now. So you're, you're going to be the, the, uh, the God factor in all this, right? Because you're the first one who's really come in and talked about how your faith has played into, in, into your success. Uh, I think what you're doing is amazing. You, one, you have a great, cadence in your voice. You have a wonderful, you know, podcast voice, if you will, uh, not just the cadence of it, but the, the, the sound, the tonality. And you're so good. Like I, t I left lunch. I called my wife. I said, I just met the most fascinating guy. And I started telling her, I said, he works at, at you know, this law firm, but he does business development, but it's, it's so much more than just the broad business development. I mean, he's, he's creating companies is what he's doing. Uh, and, and the law firm is a tool to help lift those companies up. How validating, how um, meaningful is that? It's, it's huge. But uh, I, I feel blessed to, cool. to have this role. I, I get to live out my entrepreneurial instincts and, and aspirations through others. And, and I get to do it every day on all sorts of different businesses. So, Larry, man, 15 minutes has flown by so fast with you, <laughs> just like that hour lunch. Um, so I want to ask you as we close, if, if somebody's listening and, and, and they, a young person like you were, you know, with, with parents that have, you know, um, good, just, you know, salt of the earth jobs, but, but not going to college, what advice do you have for a young person who wants to aspire to do what you do today? Wow. Um, I wrote something about this. I'll send it to you, Carl. But 
I think just reverse engineer your life. Take a few moments off off the phone or the computer. Uh, maybe find you a trail or just go outside on a nice day and spend some time introspecting, uh, looking into the future. Say you're you're 45 years old. Just project it. Try to reverse engineer that. Like, what does it look like? And and does the path you're on right now get you there? It seems so simple, but I think people do that way too late in their life. So so do that when you're a teen. Do that when you're early 20s and you're having fun. But but try to reverse engineer and make sure that you're on course. And and if you're a believer or, or want to have faith, um, you know, investigate that as well, and and just make sure you're following. Uh, the guidance, uh, you know, the thousands, two thousand year old guidance in that in that instruction book. So, uh, you know, I didn't have that that luxury. My wife introduced me to to God, but prior to that, um, yeah, I just I was not reverse engineering my future, and I think that's so important. Larry Covert, praise God, great advice. Thank you, thank Carl. you, thank You're you, good man. I'll see you this weekend. You have been listening to Brain Makers with Carl Grant. Grant.